And again, you're listening to Community Matters. The fifth annual Give Big CHQ is set for June 9th. We spoke with folks from the Chautauqua Region Community Foundation about this day of giving. We welcome Chautauqua Region Community Foundation Executive Director Tori Ergang and CRCF Community Impact Officer Liz Jones to our studios today. Hello to you both. Thank you for having us, Julia. Welcome. So today we're going to talk about a day that is coming up in about a week, but this is one thing I'd like to talk about early because I always say it involves planning on the part of those who take part, which is Give Big Chautauqua, Big Give Give Big CHQ. So what do we have in store for this year's event? Well, this year's Give Big, we hope will be another tremendously successful effort at engaging everyone in our community in being philanthropic for the day. We like to use that fancy word philanthropic, but we've got so many generous people and this is just a really easy user-friendly way for people to support the causes and the organizations they care about. And is there anything new that people should expect? Or if you've, if you've done Give Big in the past, is it going to operate pretty much similarly to other years? Yes. So we're really excited this year. We will actually be celebrating uh, year five. And so we'll have some uh, fun incentives around uh, that fun number five. But once again, uh, nonprofit organizations across Chautauqua County have registered, created a fundraising page where they can accept direct donations the day of. And so we encourage people to follow their favorite nonprofits and listen for instructions and ways that they can help support them on June 9th. But how many organizations are taking part this year? Well, we have set a new record. We seem to set records every year, but 133 different profiles have been set up by different organizations. And that that beats our record from last year uh, by several organizations. So we always think everyone is already doing it. And yet there's, there's new organizations and there's organizations who um, maybe it wasn't a good fit for them in the past with their schedule or their staffing, and now they're giving it a try. And you mentioned this is year five. Do you happen to know how much you've raised in the last five years? Yes, we do. So um, not counting this upcoming year, over the past four years that we've done it, um, the nonprofits that have participated have raised over a million dollars. Wow. That is that is huge. That's a lot of money for this community. So have you, I don't know if you know, obviously, with having that many organizations that have taken part, and you mentioned you have over 130-some for this year, do you know of what pro, what kind of programs have benefited from this Give Big Day? Oh, my goodness. Julia, if you can think it up, it has benefited from uh, Give Big, whether it's programming it could be a uh, like a, a small capital project a small improvement project um, it's also you know some organizations that are more volunteer driven they might be just generating dollars for their operating expenses so it's literally everything in the kitchen sink <laughs> and it's really a range of organizations so from your community libraries to um, you know, bigger youth-serving organizations, and as Tori mentioned, all of the volunteer-led organizations, uh, whether they're you know improving nature trails or uh, I think Bemis Point 
uh, Stowe Ferry mm-hmm. uh, joined us last year. That's an all-volunteer-led organ, you know, organization, so really quite the range. And I think this is also unique, and we always want to make sure we remind people that this is a countywide effort. So there are organizations from north, south, east, west, and all points in between. So there's really, for anyone who lives in or cares about Chautauqua County, there's something that they can find to support. Yeah, and this is something that you're doing in jointly with the Northern Chautauqua Community mm-hmm. Foundation. We're really pleased to be able to co-sponsor and present present the opportunity um, and the the incentive dollars. That seven one six stretch pool of incentive dollars is put forward by the two community foundations. Yeah, tell us more about that stretch dollars. What is what? How does that work? How who how? I mean, if I'm an organization or if I'm pers- a person looking to donate, how does the stretch dollars work out? So um, as we've said, we like to have a little bit of fun with this online giving day, and it really is all for the nonprofit organizations. So once again, um, this will be year three, I believe. We have the 716 stretch pool incentive that will be back again. It's sponsored by both of the community foundations. We just announced this year's stretch pool is $25,000. And so organizations that are participating um, and have registered can qualify to receive a portion of that $25,000. And the way that they qualify is they receive at least 10 uh, unique donors. So that would be 10 different individual donors. And that is between the hours of 7.16 a.m. and 7.16 p.m. And it was really important for us to um, have it based on the number of donors, not dollars, because again, this is all for the nonprofits and it's for everybody in the community. So your donation of $10, you know, is the same as a $100 donation. It can help an organization that you care about and help them qualify to receive these additional dollars. How many people have, maybe thinking of last year, 2021, how many people took part as people donating on the Give Big Day? You had to ask me that question, Julie. I don't have that stat on the top of my head. Um, I would say, so we received over 2,000 donations um, as part of last year's event. I don't have the exact number, but I would say over 2,000 donations. Um, and those might be someone that's giving more than once. That's one of the other things that we love about this day is uh, your household may choose to give $100 but you hop on uh, the website and it's so easy to give that you gave a total of $100, but you picked four organizations and gave $25 to them each. And I think for our family, it's become um, multi-generational. So we get our kids involved with it also. And of course, you might expect that because of what I do for a living. But I hear a lot of families where they talk about ahead of time, what what would we like to give to this year? And really allowing children um, to be involved in that process. And we love that at the Community Foundation because our goal, we care a lot about Give Big because it brings really important dollars to the nonprofits. But we also care about the fact that it is helping um, new generations get connected with the idea of charitable giving, charitable giving that is easy, charitable giving that has a, a, an added bonus to it because there might be some matching funds at a particular organization put forward by one of their more traditional donors. Um, and then, of course, the incentive dollars that the community foundation puts into it. So we love the idea that it's a way to try to bring that charitable giving concept to to younger and younger people. And we know that if you learn that 
as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, you're going to carry that throughout your life. Do you encounter that, uh, maybe not even outside of Gitvig CHQ, where is there, a, I guess, maybe a culture of kids that are growing up and maybe this is a foreign to them for whatever reason? Uh, do, how do you see things in, our, in Chautauqua County when it comes to charitable giving as the years have gone on? Well, I think historically, I mean, the Community Foundation wouldn't exist, you know, 44 years later if it hadn't been for folks who believed in philanthropy, who believed in that um, notion of setting up an endowment and, you know, really grasped that concept. And we had incredible people around the table for all 44 years, but especially in the first five and 10 years, who really had to educate their peers, their friends, their colleagues about what that meant. I think where we sit today, and not just in this community, but but nationally, um, there are so many opportunities with a click on a mobile device to make a contribution, whether it's a GoFundMe campaign. We all have those friends who on social media for their birthday, they say, I'm fundraising for this cause. And you can, you know, before you even think about it, you can make a gift. So I think that um, younger people are just as charitable, if not more charitable, but it's in a different way. And I think the key for our nonprofits in this community is that um, they they don't have the capacity to be managing lots of different avenues for charitable giving. And um, so we view Give Big as a way that we can help bring that capacity to nonprofits, some of whom have great online presence and they're doing lots of campaigns all the time. But we have other smaller nonprofits that would not have online giving accessible to them if it wasn't for this day. So, so to answer your question, I think we see trends happening. We also see a lot of um, folks that they, they rally their their friends. Um, we have a, a, a group in Faulkner who do sports things that raise money for people in need, for causes, um, to remember those who've been special in that community. So we have all sorts of um, great charitable efforts, but they're just, they are different now than they were, say, 40 years ago. And I, I want to stay with Community Foundation and Thinking, we have a we're, we have a wealth of foundations in Jamestown for a city this size. It's amazing the foundations and the and the giving that is in this area. Uh, you know, having come from a, a larger areas, so, you know, here and see what was capable of, of happening. Um, when you, when you have these, you know, the GoFundMe's and all the individuals and the ease of donating to just about anything. So what when you when someone's looking at taking their dollar somewhere to, you know, why why Community Foundation? So um, I think that GoFundMe or any of those um, uh, independently run fundraisers, they all have a very important purpose and role because they allow people to give to something that they can really understand, and then those dollars go right back out, and they have the impact that the donor was looking for. The Community Foundation is sort of that next level once perhaps a family who is trying to remember a loved one and maybe they've done fundraising and they've raised money and distributed it to something that they care about um, for years and they say you know what we want to set something up that's permanent and it's going to last without our need to continue fundraising and and finding the worthy recipients and that's where the community foundation comes in so we i always think about us as we're the we're the permanent uh, and we use the word perpetuity, but but really when it's time for something to permanently remember a loved one, 
um, or a community member that is beloved, that's where the community foundation can really fit. That's that's our fit in our niche. And I think we often work with folks who have um, experienced a tragedy um, and Sometimes the fund at the Community Foundation can bring some peace, some comfort. It can um, turn something that was terrible into something that has hope and it has something positive that's happening. And of course, it's also remembering someone who is very special. And I think it's also a great way to honor somebody. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are circumstances where it may not be, but you know, just honoring the lifetime of somebody um, and it's maybe somebody that is still alive and being able to honor and recognize that uh, during their lifetime. We, we um, <laughs> this brings up, you know, a specific fund, but we've we've held the Bill and Linda Knight um, uh, scholarship fund for a number of years. And while Linda was living, while Bill was living, they were able to see the impact that that fund had. And upon um, Linda's passing a few years ago and Bill's passing just uh, last month, um, we were able, you know, that fund has grown because so many people have been impacted. And so I think there's cases like Liz is referencing where what starts as an honor and it becomes a memorial, but it becomes something beautiful and special um, because of the per- the person or the people that it's associated with. And outside of even the endowments that you manage there, but like with Get Big, then you're also, you have nonprofits who reach out to you mm-hmm. for assistance as well. Um, for GiveBiz specifically, do now these are, you mentioned nonprofits, do they have to be, I, I call them, I, it's a horrible way of putting it, actual nonprofits as opposed to people saying, well, I'm a nonprofit, I'm not, I'm going to be donating. To, so when people are donating to these organizations, are these are, are there, I think, 50, but, 503? Yes. So all of the organizations, um, to be eligible to participate, you have to be a 501c3 nonprofit. And the website that we use to run the day, um, it is GuideStar Charity Checked. And so donors know that they will be receiving a tax deduction receipt for their contribution. And something else, that I, Tori, you mentioned it. I thought it was fun. When we were talking about the 716 stretch, you also mentioned that other organizations may have matching funds. So this is something where if people are thinking about donating on, on June 9th, that it's June 9th, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> making sure. Uh, that they might want to look at the individual mm-hmm. organization's page to see maybe to strategize how, when to best to give. donate. So I think um, people will very soon be having their inboxes flooded with email correspondence from their favorite organizations who who will be telling you as a donor when you should give, uh, what the goal is. Uh, maybe it's unlocking a matching gift, but they have to raise, you know, they have to raise 2000 in order to unlock 2000 or whatever it might be. So I would just say, yes, you're going to get a ton of email um, from nonprofits, but it's all really important email, so you have to read it. Uh, don't don't trash or folder it right away. Read it because it will. And then, I mean, if I'm kind of an organizing person, so I would then make a list and say, okay, I need to give between eight and nine to this organization. I need to give, you know, for for some families, they're not giving usually until seven or eight o'clock at night when they're at home. The day is done, and then they sit down and say, oh, it's give big. I need to make some gifts. But you might need to have some reminders in your phone to give at certain times to certain organizations for exactly what you're saying. And I would also say this to anyone listening. 
if you have the capacity to contact your favorite nonprofit and offer one of those matching gifts or one of those um, uh, leveraging gifts, you know, where, you know, people can unlock. So if you have it in your heart that you're going to give and give maybe a very generous gift, let that nonprofit know in advance and then they can use that as part of their strategy. Yep, the keywords that you can listen for are going to be match and challenge. Um, and so as Tori had mentioned and we had said earlier is really take the cue from uh, the nonprofits that you care about. Uh, they're going to give you specific instructions and ask you to give during certain hours throughout the day. And it's really because they have the opportunity to leverage your donation to unlock or match. Um, and it's really part of their overall uh, fundraising strategy. And we apologize now for uh, your inbox, your email <laughs> inbox, um, all your social media feeds. But we want to remind you that it, it is all for good. Um, and as we've said so many times, it really is a day for all of the amazing nonprofits that are in our community every day doing incredible work. And so this is, um, I say it's like, you know, it's my Christmas. Uh, it's like a holiday. Um, and it's and it's a fun um, and exciting day. And it's really all about these organizations. So uh, bear with us and have some fun. <laughs> and listeners, I just want to disclose that you will probably be getting emails from WRFA and the Reg <laughs> Center for the Arts as we are participants in Give Big Chautauqua and Big Give CHQ. So what is the website that people can go to for if they want to start planning or if they're what are the social media they should follow so the website is www.givebigchq.org we have a facebook and instagram uh, page that will be sharing lots of information uh, you can also search the hashtag givebigchq but again really make sure you're following your uh, favorite nonprofits because they know what to do. As we said, it's year five. Uh, <laughs> they are prepared and there'll be a lot of content. And really another way that you can help support them in not only donating the day of, but help share their post. Mm -hmm. So share their post and they'll have links and uh, instructions of how you can click through and donate and support them on June 9th. And I think it's also important that, you know, our nonprofits over the last two years, like all of us, it's been a really challenging time, and just when we think things might be looking up, then you know there are setbacks that are coming our way. And so we have organizations that have literally reinvented themselves two, three, four times in the last two years. We have organizations that literally kept the community going. They helped people stay, you know, able to go to work. They, they were helping students complete school. They were helping families access internet and learn about Google Classroom. We have organizations that care for older adults who have been extremely isolated. We have organizations responding to um, the ever-increasing substance use um, issues that were brought on by more isolation. Organizations supporting children who've been abused and been in family situations that aren't safe um, and had less opportunity for that to be identified because of the pandemic. So not that we're, we're all fatigued of hearing about the impact that COVID-19 has on any community, but I would say now more than ever, these organizations, they, they look to this day for a boost of support. It's financial, but also they'll, th some of them are going to do fun and creative things. You're going to see people who don't like to be on camera, maybe doing short videos. They might be doing some silly things or maybe 
even some embarrassing things. And I would just say, like, let's all use this as an opportunity to say thank you to those organizations, thank you to those staff members who every day go to work with the same challenges and burdens that we all feel, and they have to deliver back to the community. And so this is a great way to just send the send your care. Mm-hmm. It sticks in my mind. When you talk about the silly things that organizations do that, some of them, did you, was there pie involved last year? There may have been pie in, involved. Mm-hmm, in faces. Yes. Of people who, who got a lot of <laughs> donations. So if you, I think if you're looking for maybe to, if you have a favorite organization and people who work at favorite organizations, that might be an incentive for some folks to give. <laughs> Yes. I just have that feeling. Yeah. Yep. There's actually so several organizations, I think they're up to 12, 10 or 12 organizations um, in the local community that have banded together. Um, and what they are promoting are uh, donors that give to more than one organization within that group. So they're offering, offering a share the pie challenge. And so if you are able to give to more than one you know, pick one and then another one of those organizations that are participating. It is on our, it will be on our website so you can see who's participating. Then uh, that nonprofit that receives the most donors who give to more than one uh, is going to be pied in the face. And they've added a little financial incentive this year. So all of the participating organizations have made a contribution and have come up with a $500 match pool. And so uh, as consolation for the pie in the face, also they'll get. also get a monetary contribution. <laughs> so, But we le- this is part of what we learned through the, the early years of Give Big. Um, we would analyze all of the donor um, data, and we found that organizations, donors, did not typically just log in and give to one organization and then log out and never come back. So we have donors who gave multiple times throughout the day, right? They gave early and then they gave often, and we love that. Uh, we also saw that there were organiza- or donors who um, they would give to three, four, five organizations. And some of the organizations that had the highest percentage of those donors who gave to multiples kind of stepped out and said, well, this is great. Let's really promote that. And if we all bring our donors and encourage them to give to one another, doesn't that change the, the mindset in a community that sometimes um, feels like we have to protect our, our own resources and we have to um, act as though those are scarce resources. Instead, we could actually champion that the generous hearts here almost have no limits. So I love it. I think, you know, the pie part is the fun part, but all the rest of it is, um, you know, that's what really tells you that the nonprofit leaders are trying to be creative and supportive of one another. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned, Liz, it's, it's like Christmas. And to me, it's like, it's almost like a reverse lotto. Lotto is like, you know, you get a lotto ticket, you're hoping to win. But for me, it's like, you're giving money and you're like, oh, I hope my organization wins or I, I want to give to more organizations so they win. And it's, But they either way, mm-hmm. they're all winning. And that's that's a really cool thing. It's a, I, I think it's a really special day, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, people being able to come out and support 
organizations another way than maybe they usually do. So, and I think that is key, and it's 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 a I say a it's not a competition. Uh, it really is about and for all of the organizations, and we have such a generous community, and our nonprofits are so generous, and it's just a day where everybody wins, and you know everybody has the opportunity, and it's an amazing to watch. So we have a ticker on the mm-hmm. homepage, uh, and the dollar amount will go up, and the donor uh, list will go up, and as we said again, just on your social media and your inbox, and it's amazing to think that across the whole county, the number of people that we get to engage mm-hmm. uh, in supporting the nonprofit sector on this one day for 24 hours. It's amazing to watch. And I think it's important to be united in something. And there's so many ways for us to not be united, but this is a great way. doesn't matter what you care about. If you give on June 9th, you're a part of Give Big CHQ, and that makes our whole community stronger. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm one of those people who I love to sit and hit refresh on that webpage. <laughs> yeah. It's like this boost of serotonin because I sit there and go, that's someone else, someone else who, who also enjoys this community, enjoys what these organizations have to offer. And I think it's, and I mean, I'm as a news and public affairs person, and we try to be careful about our opinions and all that. But for me, it's like, you know, we live here, we, we are involved in these organizations. And it's, I think, it's a really fun way and heartwarming way to see how much people do care about Chautauqua County. So is there anything else that either of you would like to add about Give Big? No, we just we thank you for giving us this opportunity to once again talk to your listeners and to our community about something that clearly uh, we're we're excited and passionate about. June 9th, givebigchq.org. Make sure you put on your calendar, start planning. Tori Ergang, Liz Jones, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you.